On this 25th day of July at Martyr Shrine in Tay, Ontario, the National Shrine to the Canadian Martyrs, we celebrate with you this 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our presider today is Father Patrick Kuldricks. A very good day and uh, a very happy, good uh, 17th Sunday in ordinary time for all of you all who are tuned in for this Eucharistic celebration at the Martyr Shrine. And uh, this Mass, of course, as, uh, as Christoph would mention later on, it is for the offering for the recovery of Laura Montpetit, who has got cancer. I mean, we hear a lot of healings over here, so we offer this Mass here. And it's also the intention and thanksgiving for, of Maria Tran and for the intentions of the Martyr Shrine Association and for all our benefactors who are keeping us alive with their help. And we also pray for Wilfred Corda, who celebrates his birthday along with Doug Danowski and his lovely daughters, that is... Uh, Jacinta and Zeli. It's an American family that comes here with their 14 kids every 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 summer to enjoy the beautiful grounds and the wonderful atmosphere that the Martyr Shrine offers to all our millions of visitors who come here. Uh, as a last resort in some cases, in desperate cases, who are suffering from various ailments of cancer or whatever, uh, who have no children, and uh, their prayers are answered over here, so we offer this Mass for all those who visit this place. Entrance Antiphon, God is in his holy place, God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. The name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so in order to prepare ourselves to celebrate this Holy Eucharist, let's now pause a moment and ask our Heavenly Father to pardon us and to strengthen us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. And you are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, 
Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation and nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us and grant that with you as our ruler and our guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. And we ask this to the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us now listen to the first reading taken from the book of Kings. A reading from the second book of Kings. A man came bringing food from the first fruits to Elijah, the man of God. Twenty loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in a sack. Elijah said, give it to the people and let them eat. But his servant said, how can I set this before a hundred people? So Elijah repeated, give it to the people and let them eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left. The servants set it before them, they ate and had some left, according to the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our responses on today is, you open your hand to feed us, Lord, you satisfy all our needs. You open, you open your, your hand to, to feed us, us Lord. Lord, you, you satisfy, satisfy all our needs. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power. You open your hand to feed us, Lord. You satisfy all our needs. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desire of every living thing. You open your hand to feed us, Lord. You satisfy all our needs. The Lord is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. You, you open your hand to feed us, Lord. You satisfy our needs. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
gospel acclamation. Alleluia, alleluia. A great prophet has arisen among us. God has looked favorably on all his people. Alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory be to you, O Lord. So Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the great signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, that is the festival of the Jews, was near. And when he looked up, he saw a large crowd coming towards him. And Jesus said to Philip, where are we going to buy bread for all these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, that is Simon Peter's brother, said to Jesus, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. And now there was a great deal of grass in that place. So they sat down about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a very interesting uh, uh, readings today. It's all about food, 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 and more glorious food. Starting from the first reading of Elisha. Bali, in both the readings. Now, Bali was like the end of the grains, like wheat was the topmost. So temple sacrifices... Uh, they give the finest Chaucer's flowers. In the shop, if you went to buy, the most expensive was the wheat flour, and the least expensive was the barley. Nobody ate barley except for the poor people. So, barley is something that is um, commonly also here, eaten, but mostly by the poor people. In Elisha's case, uh, that when he asked that 
man, since you're giving this first offering to God, why don't you also feed these people who are hungry? And that man said, what? It belongs to God, not to the people. <laughs> Alicia said, come on, people come first. God created people, and so we need to feed the people. They are important. Let them eat. And so they gave it to the people, and they ate, and uh, they ate all of it, and even had some more left. And so God kept feeding them. The Israelites also fed, were fed in the desert. Every time they grumbled, it would be either manna or quail or something the other. Or if they were thirsty, they grumbled. They didn't have, what, what ticked off God was maybe their faith. He said, come on, stop grumbling, have faith, man. I'll, I was the one who took you out of Israel into the desert. I'll look after you, have faith, don't, get, don't lose it. Don't start murmuring and grumbling and say as if there are no graveyards and we were better off being slaves to the Egyptians. God is a God of freedom. He wants us to be free human beings. He doesn't want us to be enslaved, uh, if not uh, by alcohol or tobacco or whatever it is. He, no, he likes to us to be free so that he can, we can help him build a happier, freer world. You know, Slavery. Every time we pray to him, get us out of this slavery, get us out of this habit, get me out of this cancer, that cancer. God says, okay, I'll free you. Ah, I'm free. Okay, thank you, God. Okay. But God doesn't expect our thanks, you see. Uh, it is our faith in him that we know that he heals us because he needs us to help him to build a happier world, to be positive all the time. And that's exactly what happened in the gospel today. Now, from, uh, from Capernaum, uh, he had to go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee or Lake Tiberias to Bethsaida of, uh, Bethsaida of uh, Julius. It is different from the Bethsaida of Galilee. So this was about uh, eight kilometers by boat. It was on the top end of the lake where the river Jordan came in. And there were little mountains on the left, and there was a little plain, fertile land with a lot of grass. So after teaching them, and this went on for a few days, I think it must have been the third day that the people were coming to him to be healed, mostly those who were sick, some of them from the mere entertainment, others to listen to his teaching, and others to realize that there is something very powerful about his teaching. His teaching is very different. It is full of authority. Others said, we know this guy from Nazareth. He's the carpenter's son. So where did he get all his knowledge from? Don't listen to him. That's what the Pharisees said. Where did he come from? This carpenter's son. How can he teach such wise things? He didn't do theology and philosophy and all that. Don't listen to him. Listen to us Pharisees. You obey the law. The 633 or whatever laws, don't even scratch on a Sabbath, be a slave to every, all the rules and regulations. And if you sin, bring us, bring an offering. The more expensive, the better the forgiveness. So that was the law and the norm of those days. But this new way of teaching of forgiveness and healing and compassion and mercy and peace of mind was totally foreign. 
I mean, imagine Moses said an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth and Jesus saying, no, 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 no. No eye for an eye, no tooth for a tooth. Otherwise, half of you will be blind, the other half will be toothless. Don't do that. Don't. No violence. No. Forgive, forget, continue on on life with your peace of mind. That's more important. That's the only way to get to the kingdom of heaven. So this sort of radical teaching was something that disturbed people a lot. Today's gospel. People followed him all on the land. They said, ah, where did he go? So let's say, if we want to eat, come on, let's go. We want to hear his teaching. Okay, we want to be healed. And so the crowds followed him. It must have been the third day that they were listening, they were following him. They, of course, they brought their little food that they had. And by this, the third day, Jesus must have realized they must have run out of food. And he had compassion for them. And he said, they might faint on the way back. Where are we going to feed them? Uh, What's this guy? Philip. Philip was from Bethsaida, native. So he thought maybe Philip will know the best shops around the place in Bethsaida, the little village. So Philip said, aha, no way. We're not going to feed this 5,000. It'll take six months of wages. <laughs> Who's got the cash and all that? The best part is Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said, hope against hope, we've got a little boy here with five barley loaves and two pickled fish. That time, they, you know, in that river, they caught sardines, small little fish. They didn't have preservatives or refrigerators. They couldn't transport fish all over the place. So what do you think? They salted them and they pickled them and they had them had it for lunch. So, you know, the dry bread, push it down with a little salt, pickled fish, have it for lunch. That's fine. So he said, but also, Jesus said, okay, no problem. Just make them sit. That is a fertile land. It's a lot of grass and things like that. So they sat. And so this was the miracle of feeding the 5,000 and gathering up 12 baskets full of leftovers. They normally had leftovers to feed the animals and things like that. Uh, don't let it go waste. Everything was recycled. But the worst thing is the greatest misunderstanding of Jesus. Uh, we've always misunderstood Jesus, even till today. His teaching is very difficult. Who, who can follow that teaching? Uh, they wanted him to feed them again and again and again and again and again and again. They wanted him to make him the king. He said, hey, there's a king who can feed us three meals a day. We don't have to work. Ah, no more working. Three meals, free meals. That's what we want. We want a king who can look after ourselves. But you know, God, he doesn't want us human beings, the dignity, human dignity that we have, he doesn't want us to be treated like pets or livestock or cattle that we have to give them fodder and meals and pets their food and things like that. And Not God. God wants us to be free human beings. We can't get stuck on people who can feed us three meals a day. We have to earn our living. We've got our talents. That's our talents. We've got the freedom to choose what you want to do. Any profession, any work, the freedom. We're not animals. We can't be tied down. You get fed up of working in the shrine, you're free to go get another job anywhere else. That's the freedom. But these people said, no, we want our food three meals a day. Give us more bread. We'll make you king and... We'll just sit there and scratch and bask in the sun all day long. 
That's now how it works. God wants us to be free people. The truth is bitter, but the truth will set you free. And what is truth? That is what everybody kept asking Jesus. What is truth? Pilate kept asking Jesus, and what is truth? Well, he's been teaching them for the last three years and is still asking, what is truth? The truth is to be like little children. You know, children are totally dependent on their parents. If there is violence at home, the children will imitate it. The way you talk with all the... A, B's and C words, the children will imitate it. The children are totally dependent on their parents for everything. Food, clothing and shelter, including discipline, including the way of thinking. Now, if the parents are disturbed, enslaved, addicted, violent. That's exactly what's going to happen to the future generations. We have to put an end to all that. And the truth is bitter. The truth of talking to God, not in mechanical prayers that we recite with empty, meaningless words, but when we talk to him from the heart, because God listens to our heart, not to the lips, not to the words, not to empty words. And that explains why people come to the shrine as a last resort when they cannot have a family, when they cannot have children, when there's no cure for leukemia or cancer. Just today in the... In the introduction, I, we thanked somebody for being healed of cancer. As a last resort, we come here, we turn to God. And God hears that prayer because it is from the heart. The food that the people were worried about is physical food. And we are not animals. We don't depend on physical food. We are rational, responsible human beings. There is a thing called human dignity. We are growing to be more and more responsible every day. We are learning. Life is a learning curve. Experience is the best teacher and the worst teacher. The most teaching experiences are through personal experience, but that is very bitter. It is much cheaper, much easier to learn from other people's experiences. Yes, the truth to attain your peace of mind, your happiness in yourself, in your family, the truth of having a loving, compassionate and forgiving heart so that you can walk the face of this earth without any burdens, without any grudges, without any scruples, without any anxieties, worries, fears or depressions is because we have surrendered all our burdens to the greatest healer on earth, to walk the face of this earth with our peace of mind, with a very light burden. Come to me, all you are heavily burdened, 
Learn from me, for my yoke is light. What teachings are these? If you only would walk with Jesus daily in the Gospels, that would really mean give us this day our daily bread that we recite in the Our Father. Well, these are empty words. The Our Father, the Hail Mary, we couldn't mean a thing when we pray. So that is wrong with us who are disturbed, who are worried, who are entertaining a family of negative thoughts. Especially we have to guide our little children, especially those who have got suicidal thoughts. Many of our precious young lives have been lost because they have harbored a family of suicidal, negative, worried, disturbed thoughts. We as parents have to be responsible to teach them not to harbor those thoughts in your mind. And like Jesus cleansing that temple of all those den of thieves, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to clean of all the negative thoughts within us. Our thinking pattern should be changed from worry, fear, anxiety, and depression to deep gratitude, deep trust and faith in God who has created this beautiful planet and provided us free, fresh air, drinking water, the sounds of chirping birds, sunrise. No. We want to mess ourselves up. Who wants God in our lives? Money is more important. Not people. So think, thinking really goes out of whack. The only way we can come back is when we learn the truth. And we don't want to listen to the truth because it is bitter. It is difficult. We've got the wrong concept of prayer. It's so boring to go to mass, listen to that Father Pat going on and on and on. The same thing. So, so it's, we get stuck in rites, rituals, and symbols. The truth is listening to Jesus, listening to what he's saying, telling us in all these Gospels. That is our daily bread of life. His words, life-giving, eternal words that will lighten our burden in life, that will make us wiser, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that will change our very attitude even towards our enemies. And that's where loving and forgiving enemies is more important because we don't want to walk the face of this earth hating people who have disturbed us. We don't understand the enemies, what they have gone through. They have been bitter because they've accepted that bitterness into their hearts. They're harboring it and they let go of it on anyone they come across. We don't understand them. Only the Holy Spirit will open our eyes and make us understand why they act in such a crazy way. We are all affected by the negativities of earth, but our true responsibilities as human beings is to realize the difference and to let go of those negativities and let it not attract us and enslave us and imprison us in our bitterness from day-to-day -day lives. 
Let us all now stand to recite the creed before we pray our prayer of petitions. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us all now place all our prayers and our petitions on this altar here today, asking the Lord to care for us, to heal us, so that we can help him build a better world. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, embodying Christ's ministry of sharing and service, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. prayer. For young people, discerning their vocation, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. For all those who hunger for food, food for the body, food for the mind, and for the soul, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, our, hear prayer. our prayer. For this community, Call to share our bread with others. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For the recovery of Laura Montpetit, who has cancer, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. For the intentions and thanksgiving for Mary, Maria Tran, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. For the intentions of the Martyr Shrine Association and our benefactors, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given in human hands and made it become for us our bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, to your goodness we have this wine to offer, which earth has given in human hands, and may it become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my dear friends, that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands. Praise and glory for his name for our good and that of all his holy church. Amen. Accept, O Lord, we pray, these offerings which we bring from the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, 
these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness. We ask this to Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Just lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you so loved the world that in your mercy you sent us the Redeemer to live like us in all things but sin, so that you might love in us what you loved in us in your Son, by whose obedience we have been restored to those gifts of yours, that by sinning we had lost in disobedience. And so, Father, with all the angels and saints, we to give you, give you thanks as an exaltation as we all acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon these, these about them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the time that he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread and giving you thanks, he broke it and gave it to all his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. And so in a similar way when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving you thanks, he gave it to all his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. And so let us all proclaim this mystery of faith when we eat this bread and drink this cup. We proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. And therefore, as we gather here to celebrate this Holy Eucharist, which is the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this bread of life and this chalice of salvation, giving you thanks that you have held each and every one of us here worthy to be in your presence and so minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of this body and blood of Christ, that we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And so remember, Lord, your church gathered here and before you, and that is which is spread throughout this whole world, and to bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, and all the clergy. We especially pray for the recovery of Laura Monpit, who has cancer, for the intentions and thanksgiving of Maria Tram, for the Martyr Shrine Association, for Wilfred Gordon's birthday, for Doug, Jacinta, and Zelie on their birthdays too. We remember all the deceased members of our own families, especially our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and for all who have died in your mercy, to welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on all of us gathered here, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with Saint Joseph and the Apostles, the Canadian Martyrs, Saint Ignatius, and all the saints who pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. We especially pray for our grandparents and for all the elderly that are with us. 
And so it is through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, that our glory and honor is yours forever and ever. And so with the confidence given to us, Heavenly Father, in the words our Savior gave us, we all now join in to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. So deliver us, Father, we pray from every evil influence in our lives, and especially in our families, so that you can graciously grant us our peace of mind in our days. And by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, and so we save from all distress. As you await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, it is my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church gathered here. And graciously grant her the peace and unity in accordance with your will, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace wherever we are. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. And behold, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy and blessed are we who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to should enter my roof. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Commandment, bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all his benefits. Let us pray. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift which he himself gave us, with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessings to the relics and the intercessions of the Canadian martyrs. And so through the prayers of God's holy martyrs, may the Lord bless you, guide you, and protect you in your journeys, in the safety and comfort of vehicles to your destination, and ultimately your journey in life. May you be blessed, you and your family, and all your loved ones, all the days of your life. May, he be, may, you be, may God grant you good health of mind, body, and spirit, answer all your prayers, and so bestow on you always the peace of his kingdom, 
the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.